Hi, and welcome to episode 70 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your hosts, Twee and Kimberly, and today we're recording on Sunday, January 28th, 2018. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Sunday fun day. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I've had a... Not a great week. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it didn't have anything to do with me, so I don't feel like I should even complain about it, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, something happened to my friend, which made me, like, bummed. And I mean, she's even more bummed, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's just been kind of hard. Um, yeah, we were both talking about how we both didn't sleep very well. Neither of us slept very well last night. Yeah, I don't know what's um, up with that. I don't know, and so that's kind of, I'm sort of not... <laughs> so I'm kind of a hot mess this morning. I didn't bring my notes. I hope I run all my knitting. I'm not even sure. Plus, we were supposed to really podcast last weekend. Yeah, but we got distracted. No, we didn't get distracted. I woke up too late. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to come to her house by 8 in the morning, and when I woke up, it was already eight or was it seven in the morning uh it was we were supposed to be early you were supposed to meet at eight you were supposed to come over at eight yeah and then i think you woke up at nine yeah it was just which i don't usually wake up that late it was just really funny and i (laughs) texted her and said oh my gosh i just woke up i was like i made you blueberry pancakes yeah Um, and so we didn't record it no we're recording today and most of my stuff was already in my podcasting bag and I just hope it's all still in there. Yeah. I did forget my notes for sure. That's okay. We're gonna it's gonna be a loosey one. It's gonna be a loosey goosey. Yeah, it's how we like to play it anyway. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. No problem. Well, let's no just problem. jump right in. <gasps> whip it. Whip it. Whip it good. Um, what did you knit on this week or the last few weeks? Do you know what I knit on? So I'm actually gonna talk about this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'm like this, and no one can see it. Yes. Um, so, I've started the Apple Pie Hat mm-hmm. by Tin Can Knits. Yep. Uh, I started it last night, and then I realized there's a preven- provisional provisional cast on, and then I had to rip it out and start again. So Yes. It has a folded brim, yeah. so that's why they ask you to make, uh, or not to make, but to cast on with provisionally so that you can take those stitches out later and then graft the hem, like, you know, the other side to make a hemmed um, brim. But you did not apparently read that part of the directions. I was going too fast. Yeah, which happens. And you could have kept going. I could and have. And just not had a folded brim. Yeah, but... But you like it. It looks nice. Uh, do you want to describe the hat for anyone was, who hasn't seen it? Yeah, I was looking at pictures and I just thought, oh, this looks nice. And also, I've never done a provisional cast on mm-hmm. before. So I thought, oh, well, I should just like... Yeah, learn something new. This. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the hat is really pretty. It's got like a very thick... Um, cozy kind of two by two ribbing on the bottom right and then as you knit up the cap of the hat is it looks like apple pie like the lattice lattice yeah. yeah so it's like over under over mm-hmm. under over. it's like an under. all over cable pattern it's really really pretty i think it's i don't think it's going to be hard necessarily no, you like cables i like cables yeah. but i think it's definitely going to be a challenge for me because there's so many cables i definitely so think yeah cables. it looks like one that you'll have to keep an eye on because there's probably cables on it like every other row or something like that i'm probably going to have to actually pay attention so <laughs> it looks really how pretty. do you uh, keep how do you keep track of your chart rows like what row you're on everyone has their own method i'm sure um but what do you do do you do you just look at it or do you have 
like, a, you know, do you use post-its or tape to, like, mark off the, you know what I mean? I'm really bad, sort so... Of block. You know, I do that thing where I usually use washi tape or a post-it, so, like, to block out the rows I've already done, you know what I mean? So I'm not reading the wrong row. Right. Um, I don't think I've ever noticed what you do. It kind of depends. So, like, the last couple charts I've had yeah. have been, um, it's not like they've been, it depends on what kind of chart it is. So Wait, I'm looking at this pattern. There's no chart. There's no chart? There's, I didn't see a chart on that pattern. Wait, this makes no sense to me. Wait, are you, do you have the whole pattern? Yeah, I think it's only two pages. This is crazy to me. Um, no, 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 no. Wait, it says work it says work rounds one to eight of apple pie stitch pattern where's the apple pie stitch pattern it's, down. it's like right up there under the picture isn't it what? oh yeah i don't think there's a chart so um actually it doesn't look like there's a lot of cables then oh maybe it's not so bad yeah um okay sorry guys that was a tangent i was like why is it and plus Tin can knits, that seems really weird. They seem like they would do charts. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so it depends. The last hat I did um, was a Brooklyn Tweed hat, and that had like a, a chart. The last chart I did was Brooklyn Tweed hat, so that had a chart that was just like the whole hat. Yes. So it's not like it's one of those charts where, you know, it's sometimes just you the, have like a six-row chart and right. it's repeat, repeat, repeat. Because right. um, so it has just the like, decreases and stuff in yeah, it, too. Yeah, so if it's yeah. just like the whole project, I like those too. I do two things. I have like a row counter that I use. But then that usually gets messed up because right. I'm just walking around with my yeah. knitting. Do you have a locking one? No. Oh. Mine doesn't they lock, make those. So I know. But even then, I, yeah. I don't trust it. Yeah. So then I also, on the pattern page, I actually write down the last row I did. Okay. With like a note. So it's usually. But like while you're doing it, do you not too. like put anything, you know, like highlight the row you've already done or use a piece of paper to block off the rows you've already done. No. Do you do that? Oh, wow, you just keep track. I just, just keep track. Yeah. With your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always afraid, and it's happened to me where, you know, I know what row I'm on, but because of, you know, the way the charts are, I'll read the wrong row. So right. that's why I block it off. Yeah, no, yeah. that's smart. Yeah. Interesting. Much just, it's just interesting how other people do it. And other people have computer, you know, like iPad programs where they will highlight the rows they've already done and stuff like that, but... I prefer not to use my computer for patterns. Yeah, I don't either. I, I like to print them out, and then I can, like, mark them up. Yeah, it's easier for me. I know it's still a, it's a waste of paper, which I don't love, but um, it's hard for me to do it on um, an iPad or a computer. It, plus, I feel like when I'm knitting, I don't want to constantly be turning on an electronic device. Yeah. That's, that's just my personal preference. Yeah. Um, well, that's um, cool. Sorry, that was just a tangent. I was just wondering. I just never noticed what you okay. did for charts. Yeah, so I'm, I've am i started this, so I'm doing the provisional cast-on now. Well, and it doesn't specify what kind of provisional cast-on you do. No, it's pretty vague. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing one that I think will work. Yeah, we're just doing the method, which I've never done, but I, I've i heard other people do it, which should work, is where you just cast on and waste yarn, knit a couple rows, then work in your actual yarn. And then in the end, you should be able to just pick out the uh, waist yarn and have live stitches, you know. I don't think it's as elegant as something like a crochet cast on, but it for me, I think it requires a lot less thinking. One, if nice. it works, it works. And two, yeah. baby steps, people. Like, yeah, Bruce has isn't difficult. Baby it, it really isn't. I've done it a bunch of times, but I, it's not something I've memorized because I don't do it that often. So, that's so, cool. I'm doing that. I'm so, it's your apple pie hat, and uh, what pie. yarn is, um, you know, the actual yarn going to be, not your waist yarn? Uh, so, this, 
I'm really excited. This is the one that I think I talked about last time that I had just bought, right? Did you? Might have been. Okay. Oh, where's the thingy? Oh, where is it? Let me go I find it. Somewhere. Okay. Um, it's, it's, the color is stone blue. Right. So it's this really pretty, um, I want to say like ocean blue. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's kind of like a... It's definitely not a blue that has, like, green or purple in it. It's, like, no, it's straight like a blue, blue, but it's kind of more muted. I would say it has gray in it. Yeah, and it has, like, a little pieces of, like, white, maybe, like, okay. lighter pieces of blue. Oh, it is, it's uh, Malabrigo, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is their worsted. I thought this was maybe their Mecca base or Makita because usually Malabrigo worsted is a pretty heavy worsted. Yeah. And this doesn't look that, like, heavy to me. No. Okay. It's is just, this a deep stash? No, I bought that. Like, oh, okay. Just, I bought that from the Altered Stitch, like, last time we were there together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, stone blue. I, no, no joke, I think I have a sweater quantity of this from, like, oh, 10 years ago or something, which I still really have. Yeah, it's a nice color. So I'm knitting it for, so, we'll talk about this later, but I'm knitting it for, I think, my mom. Okay. Um, so I cast on adult medium size. Right. Um, and yeah, hopefully it'll fit her. So that's really, that's all I'm, I'm trying to do hats, right? And then, um, oh, I have something to talk about. Okay. What's interesting, this is what happened like earlier this week, I was going to tell you. So I did, I actually went through my entire stash. Oh, yeah. And I updated my my Ravelry page to include everything. Oh, you did? Yeah, and so now I have yeah. a bunch of projects, which is funny because right. I haven't like started Well, just yet. because you don't have a ton but, of stash, but you hadn't updated it in so long. That's... Yeah, I was missing stuff. Yeah. And then I also had a lot of kits, so or I bought certain yarns mm -hmm. for certain patterns. Yes. So I, I was able to go through and take all those yarns and, mm -hmm. like, allocate them to a pattern. Okay. So cool. I'm very excited about that. Wow. Did um, you, I mean, find any hidden treasures? Is that stuff you forgot about? I mean, again, like, you don't have the biggest stash, but so stash. I don't think that there would be that many surprises, but, I mean, were there any? No, there weren't any surprises. I was kind of ashamed about Why? how many... No, love your stash. That's the Arniac say. Love your stash. Yeah, I was just kind of sad because I had neglected my stash for so long. Right. And I hadn't updated it in so long. A lot of times I was like, whoa, why isn't this on here? Like, I got that, like, three years ago. But, you know, yeah. you just get new yarn, and then you think, oh, I'll just... Put it in later. Yeah, or you think you're going to do with it right away or something don't. like that. So anyway, um, I did that over this week, and that's been actually really, really But was it exciting? Helpful. Yeah, it you was. Know, did it, it make you want to, you know, knit those things? Um, yeah, it did. It also yeah. reminded me that I have a lot of kits. Yeah, you, you do. I have a lot of kits. Like, I probably I, have two, I probably I have have two or three. Yeah, so. You have a lot. You gave me one. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of kits, and I have a lot of yarn, so that's actually really nice because I, I don't feel like, oh, I have nothing to knit, you know, like, I feel yeah. like I have a, a list. Anyway, so I did that, and because I did that, um, oh, I feel pretty confident about this this um, hat that I'm doing right now mm -hmm. because I know that I don't have a lot of single skeins. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday when we were at the yarn store where yeah. you were saying you needed more single skeins because you wanted to make hats, mm -hmm. and... I just thought that was funny because I have so many single skeins of things. Yeah, I'm just not, like, a person that buys a lot of single skeins. Yeah. So. No, it's true. You usually buy, like, two or three skeins, and even when you have no idea what you're making. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Especially when you have no idea what you're making. Yeah, so I felt, like, pretty good to, like, yeah. figure that out and to know what I have so that way I can, you know... Yeah. Or so you don't at least feel as bad when you, ha when you bought this yarn because, you, you know, you think, 
well, I already, I already know it's in my stash, and I don't have yeah something that I can make this yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Well, that's yeah. cool. So, um, anyway, so, yeah, I'm just going to work on hat? the apple pie hat for now. Okay. Are you in, this is, like, like, a late Christmas present for your... My parents. Yeah, for your parents. But do you have a goal for when you want them to be done, then? Well, my parents are coming to visit mid-February. Okay. So I actually do want this hat to be done by then. Okay. Um, and I want another hat, probably a for third hat to be done. Yeah. So, because um, then they could take it back with them. Right. But um, I don't know if that's really possible. It depends on how... Oh, I think it's... I mean... It depends on how much time I have. Yeah. I think you so. could do it. I definitely know you've knit hats quickly before, but it'll yeah, depend on how much free time you have. Yeah, I have like two weeks. So, Is it two? When are they coming? Mid-February? I guess it's, it's the end of, I guess the end of January. Yeah, so okay. I, I only have really like two and a half. The weeks. end of January. Jesus, people. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know because um, I think it just, like I'd like to, so I want to finish this hat okay. and I want to do a, a smaller hat for my nephew. Right. For them to take back, which is obviously a smaller hat. Yeah. But again, I don't know how much time I'm going to have. Anyway, so. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's good. Yeah, I'm excited. Did you work on anything else this week? No, not really. Okay. No. no. <laughs> I mean, I did, but I finished it, so that's in the thing. Oh, yeah. In, How about in you? your favorite segment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, it's been like three weeks, so I've been working on a bunch of random things. Um, let's see, what should I talk about first? I picked up my Tide Knots hat again. I haven't knit a ton on it, but I did do a few rows the other week. Uh, this is the pattern by Justina Larkowska, which is in all-over sort of cabled hat. It's a little bit slouchy. It's this one. Nice. Yeah, I like it's that pretty. One. It's in um, the Lemonade Shop DK Weight in their SpectroVision colorway, which is uh, sort of a grayish base with speckles of black and other neon colors. Uh, for a little while, I was contemplating maybe ripping this out because I didn't feel like the cables were really standing out in the speckles. Mm -hmm. But when I pulled it out again and looked at it, I still like it, you know? Oh, I think it's really It's pretty. still really fun. I think it's really nice. I like it that it's not in any kind of... Like a solid. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And you can still see the cables. Yeah. You know, you just it's not as clear as if you had done it in a solid. And I do really like this colorway. I think it'll be a really nice hat mm -hmm. um, because of it has, like, a, the speckles of like, almost every color, I really feel like I would be able to wear it with pretty much anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. So, I, I did work on that for a few rows. I think I'm... Ooh. I'm trying to think. I think I'm about three or four rows into the second repeat of the chart. You only do two repeats before you start decreasing. Oh, wow. So, I think I have maybe 20 more rows of the chart and then decreasing. And you can check my project notes for this, but I did take out one pattern repeat because I made this hat before it last year, big. and it was too big for me. Um, and so I, I took one whole repeat out, which I was also a little worried about because when I was knitting it, I thought, oh, this looks kind of small. But now that I've got an, uh, like three or four inches and I'm able to like really see you know how far it can stretch without the circular sort of hindering it, um, I think it'll be fine once I block it, you yeah. know, and I don't like super loose hats, so. And it's living in this really cute yarn friends bag that cute. my friend Annie gave me. Yeah. Uh, it's really adorable. Uh, she has the Petite Weaver podcast, video podcast, and 
I just love this bag. It's like this really cute fabric that has like little yarn balls and skeins and needles and but they have little faces on they're them. They're very happy. And they're so cute, right? Yeah. So cute. Uh, so I did work a little bit on that hat. I also started a new pair of socks. Yay. Yay. And I'll show them to you. You saw them yesterday, but uh, I just started a pair of vanilla socks. I like these. Yeah, out of some, oops, sorry, I dropped my dumb point. Uh, Deep Stash Madeline Tosh. Uh, I've been trying to, you know, use it in my stash. And these, they have a lot of single skeins that are really crazy looking. And I feel like it's hard to make them into... I mean, like, like, you know, something I could wear because the colors are a little crazy. And so I decided to pull this one out to make some socks out of it. And it's really old. Like, she, it's like this old label she had that was, um, it's almost like a business card size. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you bought Madeline Tosh recently, they have sort of like a brown cardboard label that's um, the kind that just wraps around the yarn, you know, and it's taped. Um, but this is like a little, almost like a little tag that was tied to the yarn and it has like pictures like a pic of an image of like her yarns on the front and I don't remember where I got this I should check I should check my Ravelry stash I did put it in my Ravelry stash but I don't always put the date of when I got them I really wish actually I mean I love Ravelry um but it would be nice the auto populated yeah like you know when you go on Goodreads and you say like you say usually like you I'm reading this book now, yeah. it'll usually automatically populate that, you know, whatever day you, which might not be correct, but whatever day you say you started it in yeah. Goodreads, they fill in that that's the day you started it. And so you don't have to go in and do that. But Ravelry for, um, like, stash, there is a date option, but you have to go in and, like, sort of manually put in that date, yeah. you know? And so I always, I sometimes I forget that, that you have to do that. It doesn't just use the date that you entered it in. So I don't know if there's a date in this. There might not be. Um, but it's called Hand-Dyed Sock. That's the base. And it's, it's just 100%, I think, Superwash Merino Wool, um, 395 yards. And the colorway is called Twain. And it's actually handwritten, too. <laughs> it's so cute. It says Twain, which is a really unusual mix of red and light blue and sort of a brownish gray, I would say. And it's knitting up really, like, nicely. Um, I'm using 56 stitches. I did a one-by-one one twist and rib at the top, and I'm just doing, like, a vanilla sock with a heel flap and gusset. And it is pooling, which is fun. And... Yeah, it's pooling where the sort of grayish black and the orange are pooling together, and then the red and blue are pooling together into a spiral. So it looks really fun. I don't know if the second sock is going to come out the same way. Um, I really like and I'm that. definitely not going to, like, try to make them come out the same way. It would be fun if they did, but it would also be really fun if it pulled in a completely different way. Yeah. But, yeah, those are really fun, and I'm using my Zing double-pointed needles for the first time. Those are the ones by Knit Pro that are, I think, aluminum. And they're not bad. Um, they're light, which is really nice. I don't think they're quite as sharp as my carbons, mm -hmm. which are still my favorite. But these aren't bad. If you like a slightly blunter tip and you know, don't want to use wood for double points, because I don't like using wood for double points this small, 
they're so fragile. And yeah, I do like these. They're nice. I don't think they'll replace my Carmen's, but they are like a slightly, they're cheaper, which is nice too. Because yeah. Carmen's are pretty expensive. But this is nice. I bought them a while ago, like probably over a year ago. And it's the first time I'm using these needles. Awesome. But I do like them. They are very nice. Um, what else am I working on? Oh, I busted out my Veronica cardigan again. Oh, good. Yeah, I don't. It had stalled on. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I just, there was no reason. I think it was just because it's a worsted away cardigan, and it's heavy now, and I just haven't been able to take it places, yeah, really. Yeah, you can't really move it. You know, it and I kind of put it away before Christmas because I was doing some Christmas knitting and things like that, and so yeah, I, I forgot about it for a little while, but I took it out again. I'd like to try to finish it before Stitches West, which is in about a month, less than a month, actually, which is crazy, and... Yeah, things are going fine on that. If you haven't seen it, it's kind of like a cocoon-shaped cardigan, and basically you work from, like, one side. It's, like, almost worked sideways. And so I've done one complete side with the collar, and I'm almost done with the entire back side. I think a few more repeats, and then I will uh, start decreasing for the other side of the collar. And then after that, I think you just sew two little seams. So, you know, for your arms, like little cocoon arms, and it should be done. That's awesome. Yeah, I would say I'm probably... I'm looking forward to seeing that. Cause I, I mean, like, I hope I it's, it looks really I nice. hope it's cute on. It's I mean, comfy. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, and that's in the Patton's Classic Wool, which I really like. It's really nice for a budget-friendly wool, and I think when I block it, it'll be even nicer. And, yeah, so I'm working on that. And... Oh, I started, I'm on a big preemie hat kick um, because usually at Stitches West, the Knit More Girls will do a collection during their meet and greet of preemie hats. And I realized that I was, you know, going to Stitches um, in a few weeks. And I only had maybe one preemie hat that I had made last year and decided that I should really make some more just, you know, so I could, you know, give it to them and also use up a bunch of scraps. So you'll hear about it more in uh, the finished objects, but I do have some preemie hats there, but I started a new one last night. They're also really good for car knitting, you know, for when we're in traffic, because I, I just, you just go round and round, you know what I mean? I'm doing really, most of mine are really simple. I'm not doing anything really fun. Um, it would be kind of nice to do some different kinds of hats, maybe with cables and stuff, but since they're so small, like, and I want them to be kind of mindless, I've really just been doing two-by-two two ribbing on most of them, and then just stockinette, and then just some star decreases at the top. And my formula usually, when I'm using worsted weight or sport weight yarn, I've been doing about 56 stitches um, for my cast-on, which has worked. Um, depending on the yarn, I've come up with, like, the hats end up slightly different sizes, but that's fine with me. Obviously, preemie babies come in different sizes, too, you know? Mm -hmm. So I started a new one last night. This is in some leftover Noro Gallery, not Noro, sorry, Knit Picks Gallery yarn, which is very similar to Noro Korean. And I think the colorway is called Rococo, which is their sort of pinks and grays colorway. And, yeah, I just cast on a new one last night. Uh, I'm about... I don't know. I went I'm past the ribbing and about an inch into the stockinette. And I like to use 12-inch circulars for mm -hmm. baby hats and sleeves. Um, 
Obviously, 16 inches is too long. I, I've tried 9 inches for socks, and I think they're too short for me, the way I hold them. So those aren't very useful for me in that regard, but 12 inches is perfect for something like a baby hat or sleeves. And I have them in all sizes now. And so, yeah, I'm just zooming along. They're really easy, mindless things. I really think I should put them in my rotation more, not just, you know, right before stitches every year, um, and to just do maybe, like, one a week. And by the time the next stitches roll around, I would have, like, you know, 50, which seems crazy. Um, but they're really easy. Like, you know, like, I could easily do one in a week just driving or something, you know, when I'm driving, not while I'm driving, but you know what I mean, like commuting to work or something like that, so, yeah, and this colorway is really fun, I, I like it a lot, um, I started it purposely on the pink portion this time, so it's going into like a light pink into a darker magenta, and then I think it'll go into like a light gray and then medium and then almost a black, and I think that's sort of all my current, current projects, nice. yeah. It's a lot, though. I don't, yeah. When I'm, now that I'm saying it, it seems like a lot. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which is good. I mean, it's not bad. Uh, what's our next segment, Kimberly? Faux show. Faux show. What faux you have to show I have me. a phone. You do? I have a finished object. Okay, it's where is it? It's not here. It's not here. It's in the living room. Oh, it's in the living room. Um, okay. It is the Jared Flood hat called Barnaby? Bunby? Burnaby? Burnaby. Burnaby. Yeah, Burnaby. I think it's Burnaby. It's Burnaby. Um, I, is it actually by Jared Flynn? It's by, oh, I don't know. Or is it just from Brooklyn Tweed? It's from Brooklyn Tweed. I think it is actually by Jared Flood. I mean, it could be. Yeah. Okay. I have it written down. I'll look it up. By Jared Flood. Um, I used Mrs. Crosby's carpet bag in Greystone, which is this really, really pretty DK yarn. Um, but the Greystone is like this, like we talked about last time, it's this really nice, like, purplish brown yes. yarn. Um, I used... So I have a little bit, right, we talked about this. Mm -hmm. I used needles four and six, which is what the pattern called for. Mm -hmm. but, but you didn't do a gauge swatch, right? So I didn't do a gauge swatch, and so it Wait, came what? out... That's a DK weight year, you just said, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. And it came out really big. Like, really, really big. Yeah. Um, we tried it on uh, several people of varying head it's sizes, really and it's yeah. pretty large. But, you know, I knew that when I was, like, halfway through, but I just didn't want to, You didn't like, want to go back. I don't want to go back. And the pattern's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with the pattern. It is, um, when you print it out... It's really small, so the chart. I actually yeah the chart's small, so I actually had a problem reading the chart because it was on the you could have blown it you blow, blow it up, up. yeah so I'm gonna blow it up yeah um but yeah so it called for fours and sixes and um I'm just not gonna do that next time. Do you like the way the fabric turned out? No, so okay. I think it would have been better just on fours for me. The whole thing. The carpet the Mrs. Mrs. Crosby's um, carpet bag mm -hmm. is, like, a really pretty yarn, and it has, like, a lot of drape to it. Yeah. It's a single, right? Yeah, it's a single yeah. ply, but it's not, um, because it's sort of softer, it doesn't really hold the shape as well. Like, it didn't hold the, I don't want to say you can't see the stitches. Mm. You can't. It's just, like, soft. Like, it's not, not, um... it's not really pronounced. And right, there's not much be, definition. Yeah, and I think there would be more definition if I had just stuck with the fours. If you just instead did of changing from four to six, yeah. Right. Um, so, and and obvi obviously a smaller hat. Um, yeah. I know Tui was suggesting that I actually take out an entire repeat, which I probably should have done too. Yeah. This I mean, if it was me, I would take because it seemed really big for me. It's really big for mm -hmm. my head, and I have quite a large head. <laughs> so I had made it for my mom actually, and it was just way too big for her. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm going to see if it fits my dad. I don't know if it'll fit my dad. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to save it because um, my good in-laws have larger heads on one side. Yeah. So I'll probably just save see it for if Christmas it fits for next year. Yeah. Because um, I don't want to rip it out. It is a really, really Did nice Did you like hat. working on it? No. <laughs> it sounds awful, but like... I'm, Why not? No. And I think a lot of that was just me having to do with the pattern read the pattern because it was so small. Oh, so small. So next yeah. time, I didn't, like, enjoy that because next time I'm definitely going to blow it up. Yeah. And then also because, like, as I'm working it, I'm going, it it's big. too big, it's yeah. too big, it's too big, and then it doesn't become, like, a thing that I, like, want to work on. It becomes mm-hmm. something, like, I just want to finish it. Right. And get it over Right. With. So it's a sad FO, but it's an FO nonetheless. Okay. And um, I'm going to save it and see what happens. But I'm happy I did it. I really like Mrs. Crosby's carpet bag. I think that was a really nice yarn. Yeah. I have another one in a different What is in that? I mean, obviously, wool. Was there alpaca or something in it? Or uh, silk? There might have been silk, silk in it. Yeah. I remember it having a sheen. Yeah, it's really pretty. It is, it is, it is, should not, I should not have knit that on sixes. Yeah. Like, I should have stayed on fours. If anything, yeah. maybe I could have gone to a five. But six yeah. is, like, it, it's pretty, like, substantially yeah. kind of mushy, so. That's what happens when you don't do a gauge swatch. Which yeah. I don't usually do for hats either. I usually don't do them for hats. I've never had a problem. I've never had this big of a problem. Like, this right. one's so off. Like, usually, like, it's a little big, it's a little small, but, like, this is, like, really off for me. So, right. I'm just kind of disappointed, but that's okay. So, that was my FO. Did you make a certain size? Were there different sizes? Uh, there were different sizes. Um, yeah. Or I would say, instead of taking on a repeat, just make a different size, you know, make a smaller size. Yeah, but I think that the problem is that what you said was the definition. So, I think I would yeah. take out the repeat, but then I would also just have to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, you'd have to, do, yeah, go with smaller needles, both. probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. But that's it. Okay. Yeah, so I worked on that. <laughs> that was my other work on. Oh, good. Yeah, no, I saw you worked. You finished it really fast, though. Uh, yeah, I was knitting it a lot. Like, again, it wasn't like a good knit. Like, it wasn't like a happy knit. But that's <laughs> okay. That's all right. Knit unhappy feelings into it? I know. They can't all be wonderful. I guess so. That's sad, though. Yeah. Okay. How about you? You've got FOs. Yeah, they're all hats. Oh, no, they're not all hats. I have some socks, too, actually. Did you do that? That Ravelry challenge thing? No, not yet. I think, is it funny to you? Because it really seems like the Goodreads challenge. Yeah, yeah, Because in Goodreads you can, you know, set how many books you want to read during the year. And uh, there's a new feature on Ravelry where you can put in how many projects you want to finish in the year and it'll, you know, keep track. Yeah. Uh, I might do it. I just haven't gone and done it yet. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I just put down 15. Okay. Because I said I wanted to do 12 hats. Yeah, that's doable. So then I'll do like three. I'm sure you'll do more than that. I'm hoping Uh, I do more than that. That's an obtainable goal. But, you know, honestly, I'm not really sure how many projects I do in a year. I'd have to look. Yeah, yeah, look what you did in 2017. I'm actually really not sure how many projects I do, so. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I haven't counted either, but um, from last year. You do way more than I do. I mean, but I don't do that. (laughs) Compared to other people, you know, I mean, not that I want to compare myself to other people, but, you know, a lot of people are much more uh, prolific. Yeah. Um, But that's fine. I'm doing this for, for fun. You know, for me. Um, okay, so my finished objects. The first one I finished, I finished this, yeah, like two weeks ago. And we was going to talk about it, but uh, we just got together now. This is the Quinn hat by Wooly Wormhead. That's pretty. Yeah, this has been on my queue for a while. Um, it is a hat that has um, ear flaps. But the way you make the ear flaps is uh, just with sort of strategic increases and decreases. Nice. I, I thought it was going to be short rows, yeah. but it's not. Um, it's really just increases and decreases. 
and uh, I used Nitpicks Gallery, the Noro lookalike, in the Rococo colorway, and I made... Okay, so the gallery says it is an air and weight yarn, which is what Noro says their crayon is. When I looked at gallery, I thought to myself, there's no way, like, that this is an air and weight yarn mm -mm. to me. It is kind of thick and thin, like the Noro is, but I feel like even in the thickest spots... It's maybe worsted. Yeah, maybe worsted. I don't even think so. That's to me, it looked thin. more like, I feel like it all over sort of maybe DK yeah. weight. And so, uh, to make up for the fact that I thought it was, you know, a slightly thinner yarn, um, I chose a size. So I was trying to make a toddler size. I think it's for a, th a three-year-old. Mm -hmm. And I ended up making, I think, the maybe some, like small children's size or like the youngest. I forget now. It's in my, in my project notes. But anyway, I made a bigger size because I didn't think this would turn out the same size that they thought it would turn out because this is an airway yarn. Um, and that worked out well, I think. Uh, I do think this will fit a toddler. Yeah. I blocked it. I think, you know, the, the ear flaps are really cute. The pattern was super easy to follow. Um, you know, yeah, just increases and decreases. I put some markers in, you know, so I could not have to think too hard even then. And I like the color transitions. Mine starts from a sort of medium gray to like a charcoal, then a darker pink, a medium pink, then a really light, almost baby pink into a sort of whitish gray, and then back into the medium gray. And the tra color transitions are pretty uh, smooth, I'd say. Sometimes in Noro, they're really abrupt. Yeah. And for whatever reason, at least when I knit this, when you look at it, it looks like a pretty good like gradient, especially between the like similar, like between all the pinks and the grays. I think it's really pretty. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it's really pretty. I wish my head was that small because I would try to steal that. <laughs> we could make, like, she has a bunch of sizes. We could make you an adult hat. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> we could make you an adult size version of it. Um, Crisis averted. I know. I actually do want to make another one. It was really oh, it's fun so and easy. I was sick uh, one day a couple weeks ago. I stayed home from work and wasn't feeling well and cast this on. And all I could do that day was I, like, laid on the couch, checked my work email, and then and knit when I was feeling well. And I actually finished this in one day. It's one really whole good. day. Wow. Um, off and on. Yeah. I always wanted to do one of those, like, you know how they have, like, the reading challenges for the year? Oh, yeah. Like, like a knit-a-thon? Yeah, like, like something in one day, knit something with old stash yarn, knit something with new stash yarn. Oh, my gosh, yarn. we should do something like that. Yeah, you want to? Yeah. We'll we, have to figure out a list. We're going to make something up, you guys. Like, some kind of a challenge, because... Kimberly just joined uh, a book challenge I saw. Yeah. Um, that was, it was called the Mr. Darcy book challenge. Modern Mrs. Darcy's read a book Yeah, book yeah. and it's all year long. Yeah. And it's like, you know. Read a classic you've always wanted to read. Yeah. Read a book over, over a thousand pages. No, 500 pages, pages a thousand yeah. pages. Mine is the, ones I the one I picked is a thousand is pages. Is it really? Oh, gosh. It's 2666. Oh, yes. By Roberto Bolaño. Yeah. But that's technically, I feel like, three books. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings. Right. Um, but it would be fun. I know, I feel like some other people have done challenges like that where it's, I know, I think it was, oh, I can't remember who it was now, but they, um, it might have been Justin Monroe, where they did a challenge for the entire year, but it was based on socks. Mm -hmm. And so one month would be, you know, make a sock, let's toe up. And then the next month would be make a sock with a heel you've never done before or something like right, that. Right. But I think it would be kind of fun if we did one that was just sort of general, you know? Make a hat with a 
provincial cast on. Provincial cast on, <laughs> yeah, you know, or something like that, or something cabled, or yeah. a technique you've never done. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. In the yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll post it. yeah. If you guys think that's, that's cool. interesting, let us know. And if you have any ideas for, you know, a theme um, for the month, let yeah. us know. That would be fun if we did it like every month and then maybe yeah. had like a small prize or something, like yeah. a pattern prize, something yeah. easy. Make something from a book. Oh, you speaking all. of prizes, total tangent. Um, there, the prize winner for the Harvest Hat Along, the main prize winner, um, which was a skein of yarn from Leon Alexander Yarns, hasn't contacted us yet. Uh-oh. Uh, the other two winners have who won the pattern prizes, and I've sent those out, but the main prize winner hasn't. And so I was going to pick something. I forgot about it, but... Um, if she doesn't get in contact with us before the next episode, we're just going to pick a new winner. Okay. Um, I don't remember at the top of my head the name of the winner. Um, it's in, I think, episode, maybe three episodes ago. Okay. It's and been a while, then. It's been a while. It's been a while, and I keep meaning to <laughs> tell you to see if we should just pick someone new, and I just keep forgetting. Yeah. So if you guys entered um, anything into the finished object thread for the Harvest Hat Along, uh, double-check... That you didn't win. Yeah, double check the episodes. Um, I think it was th- maybe three episodes ago. If you go into our Ravelry group with the show notes, um, I don't see who the winner the, by name, but I think in the description of the episode, I say we do choose the winners. So go back to that episode, check it out. If you're the winner, reach out to me, Twee, and um, so I can reach out to Leon to get you your yarn. It's I'm sure it's going to be beautiful, and you want it, um, but if you don't... <laughs> Reach out to us. Yeah, exactly. If you don't, um, yeah, if you don't check your lottery ticket, uh, so yeah, check that. But if no one reaches out to us before the next episode, we will pick a new winner. Okay. Oh, sorry, that was yeah, totally a tangent. I just like reminded me of that. So anyway, this is the Quinn hat. Very nice hat. Uh, I'm going to send it off to New Mexico to our friend because her kid just had a birthday in January. I'm sending it with some other stuff, but her favorite color is pink, so I thought this yarn would be. Pretty perfect. Yeah, I think it'll fit her. She's three, and I don't think she's that big. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's one hat down. I also finished a slew of preemie hats. Um, oh, wow, lots of them. Yeah, I won't get too crazy, uh, going too detailed into them. But like I said, I usually do about 56 or 60 stitches, depending on how I feel. Uh, and all of these have been on sort of worsted to maybe DK uh, weight scraps. Actually, I think it was a sport weight one, too. But uh, it's been a really great way to use up all these, like, little, like, the tiny little balls of yarn I have. It's been really nice. So I finished one that was in that sort of burgundy yarn I, we, I was talking about in the last episode, which is sort of a mystery yarn. I still haven't figured out what it is. Uh, but I finished that. It's cute. Isn't this one cute? Yeah. It's a good like unisex color. And then I finished... The one that I was making in Sweet Georgia's Speed Demon in the colorway Angel, which is reds and blacks and grays. And I finished another one in Cascade Hollywood, which is a yarn that they put out a while ago. I think it's discontinued, but it has a bunch of really fun multicolored Stellina in it. Uh, this one is uh, the purple, co- dark purple colorway, and then the Stellina is in like blue and pink and gold. It's really fun. A few years ago, I made just a, I think a cabled hat for my oldest niece, uh, who was a teenager at the time, and this was just a leftover. Part that's really cute. It's really soft. And then I finished 
a hat in some mystery alpaca yarn. Uh, it is sort of a tonal blue. I could tell it's alpaca. I didn't really love working on this because it, I think because it's 100% alpaca and not a blend, it was a little bit splitty and it was very slippery. <laughs> but it's nice, um, especially after blocking it. I think it's really cozy. This one actually came out pretty big. I'm wondering if it'll fit a sort of non-preemie baby. What do you think? Yeah, I think it would. Because I might give it to um, our friend. Uh, we have a friend who, two friends, but um, one of our friends who lives in Las Vegas is pregnant for the first time. Yay. And I would like to make her something too. And so I was thinking maybe I'd give her like one of the bigger ones of these. I can make her something new too. Um, it's just that some of these happen to turn out bigger. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's really preemie size. Right. Um, so those are the hats. And I also finished a pair of socks. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I saw you working on those last time. Yes. Uh, these are my opal petticoat socks, and um, I, I talked about them before. Nothing very exciting about them. Um, my usual formula, 56 stitches. I did a heel flap and gusset, and just did a rounded toe, which I kitchenered at the end. And these don't uh, match pattern-wise. You know, I didn't try to make the stripes match. Right. It's, it's opal, so it's self-patterning. Um, but it's... I mean, I don't care. And this is a really fun mix of yellows and peaches and, like, lime green. It looks like Easter. Yeah, it looks very Eastery. But these are done, which is nice, because I wanted to start those new Madeline Tosh socks, but I felt bad I hadn't finished these. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of um, made myself um, complete these so I wouldn't feel bad starting a new pair of socks. Not that you have to feel bad, but, you know, I wanted to get these done. I've had these on the needles for quite a while. And, yeah. So those are done. Yay! Awesome. And that's all the finished objects I have. Nice. All right. What's up next? Can we do retail therapy? Uh, sure. Because <laughs> we've been bad? We, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, um, we talked about trying to use our stash this year, and I am, I am using my stash, but I never said I, was never gonna, I wasn't going to buy yarn this year. Yeah, but I might have said that. You always say that. Yeah. I never believe you. I know. Well, you obviously no one should believe me. <laughs> yes. That didn't happen. So, yes. like, yesterday, Tui and I went to the yarn store. Yes. We went to our local yarn store, the Alter's Ditch. Yeah. And I, I broke down and I got um, Hedgehog Fibers DK yeah. Weight Sorry Not Sorry, which is this beautiful pink magenta. Yeah. It's a good electric magenta color. Electric magenta. And I bought it specifically for a hat. So mm -hmm. I do have a project in mind because I'm going to do, you know, my hats. Mm -hmm. So um, I bought that for a hat that I think I'm going to give possibly either to my sister or keep Wait, myself. this isn't, yeah, I was going to say, wait, this isn't for you? No, this might be for me. Oh, okay. I think it should be. You love this I color. Love this color. Uh, so I bought that, and while I was there, I was just going to go in and buy that, but I also got a, um, another skein of yarn mm -hmm. uh, because I couldn't resist, mm -hmm. and that is from Twinkle. Um, oh, Toil and Trouble? Toil and Trouble. Oh, I thought it was Black Trillium. No, this one's Toil, oh, it's toil and I, Trouble. I had Black okay. Trillium, but then I put it back. This is Toil and Trouble, and the color is called Ent. E-N-T, like Lord of the Rings, Ent. And it's this really pretty, um, gentle sea foam Foamy green. green, and then it, it kind of gray fades in into white and gray, and then it goes back into green, and then it fades into whitish gray, and then it goes back. And I bought that, uh, a single skein of that, too, also for a hat. Do you know um, what um, base that one was? Uh, what, like the... Let me look. Is it Aaron Waite? I can't remember now. Um, 
Yeah, I think it was Aaron Lee. So let yeah. me double check. Okay. Worsted. Oh, Worsted. Okay. Worsted. Is that just wool? Yeah. Okay. It's really pretty. We were, yeah. So our store got in a giant shipment of hedgehog fibers wash. a couple weeks ago, and we went last week. And, and we were good because we didn't buy We didn't anything. buy anything. We were good. We were obviously very sad about that. But then Kimberly wanted to go again today, or yesterday, and we weren't so good. We weren't so good. But again, like, what I talked about was I had gone through my stash. Yeah, so I, you knew exactly what you had. I knew what I had know. and what I wanted, and I needed, like, some single skeins for some hats, so. Yeah, I think you should keep it for yourself. Do you have any idea what kind of, um, like, what pattern, or... No, I'm not sure about... I want to do something cable for the magenta, mm-hmm. but um, I actually think I might do something really kind of simple for the... For the, the green. For the green. Yeah. Because because it's it's not like a really strong variegation. No. So... It looks... It's it could gentle. look tonal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more tonal, I would say. Yeah. But I, would, I wouldn't mind something like a little textured, but not super textured, like maybe a seed stitch or something. I love seed stitch. I haven't done seed stitch in so long. Yeah. Just something kind of, like, interesting, but not... Busy. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So that's what crazy. I bought, and I also want to admit that I also bought needles online. So yeah, I don't know why, but for some reason I've never, as we talked about, I think previously, Twee's like, why don't you knit with sixteen-inch circulars for your hats? And I'm like, no. Do you no, always no. knit them on double points? I usually knit on double points, <laughs> and then I started knitting on sixteen-inch circulars for hats, and I was like, why haven't I done this before? <laughs> so I did end up buying, like, six or seven needles, 16-inch needles, mm-hmm. um, just obviously for this hat, for, like, my nephew's hat. Yeah. I'm actually buying only the the ones that I need that at, the time, the yeah, at the time. Right. Yeah, like, I'll buy, like, the, the, the size. needle size I need, mm-hmm. and then maybe the size, like, around it. Like the yeah, in case lower you have the change. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not going, like, I didn't buy, like, a ton of them. Um, but I bought, like, six or seven, which was really <laughs> That's good. That's still kind of a lot, but it's nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I bought like specifically because the next three hats I have mm-hmm. are all different. Things. Oh, different. Yeah. Okay. So I bought those, and um, so I feel like okay about it. I feel slightly guilty because um, not like I should don't need them because mm-hmm. I do. Like I am actively using. Well, the thing them. is, like it's one of those things where you could keep doing I them, could on, just double them on double points. I just for me, I just I feel like I'm way quicker. Well, and my thing was like, <laughs> like it's cheaper to actually just buy a. Um, an interchangeable set Mm -hmm. and do them that way but I also don't want to spend like $120 in one go as opposed to like for 16 inch needles you would need one of the special sets that are 4 inches or shorter yeah um because of the circumference you can't use the regular interchangeable you could attach it to a cord that was that short but it wouldn't it wouldn't get you 16 inches. It would get you 16 inches, but because of if the needle was, like, longer, it yeah. wouldn't make the... It's too short to make, the like, a really comfortable circle. Oh, right. So that's right. why you need the needle to be also shorter. Right, right, right. So just a note for you. But um, I personally found that even standard size, usually for interchangeable sets, the needles are about five inches long. Okay. And then you add the cord, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really comfortable for me for regular stuff. Um, I've tried some of the interchangeable sets that are shorter, the four inches, mm-hmm. and I think, I mean, they're about three and a half and then the, in like the, an extra half inch for where it connects, so it ends up being about four, but even for me, um, I find that the four inches is still too long. It doesn't make a comfortable circle for me. Right, okay. Um, I don't know if some other people might not experience this, but I still think it's too long. The only one I've ever, like, interchangeable that I ever really found that the needle was the right length for me is the Knit Picks Caspian Short Set. Oh, right. Because they're short. They're yeah. only about, 
I think two and a half inches long and then with the connection maybe they come out to be about three inches long right 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 and so for me that makes actually a really comfortable circle but it only comes in the Caspian which is their one of their wooden bases yeah um and it's like in blues you know you can see it, it's not like I like it. It's not, like, not pretty or anything like that, but I haven't found, like, you know, I wish that Chiago would have a cassette that was shorter than the four inches. Yeah. Because for me, that would be a real, like, hat set. Whereas the other ones are four inches, just, like, they don't make a comfortable circle for me. Not on 16 inches. Um, well, I'm glad I didn't do that then. Yeah. <laughs> but some people, like, really like the shorter ones, the four inches, um, not necessarily for hats, but just for, you know, regular knitting, they like the shorter needle. Yeah. Um, the way I hold my needles, five inches is more comfortable because I like to hold, you know, more of the needle. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so that's just a random aside. Um, if you were thinking of getting that, um, so I do use my nitpicks occasionally, but I still use fixed circulars a lot for hats, just the 16 inches. I just find them really comfortable. The joints are really, you know, usually really good because they're not interchangeables and the hats really just fly for me on those. Yeah. Um, because I don't do magic loop or anything like that, so. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. But uh, what kind of nails did you buy? I bought Chiagu. Okay. Um, because I really like them and I wanted, um, I like my Addy Turbo as well. Yeah. Um, but you can't make 16 inches with those because right. yours are the yours are pretty old actually. Um, yeah. So there's no way they're even the four inch length. No. no. They, I don't think they even made them at the time when you no, bought yours. Didn't. Yeah. Didn't. So um, I bought Chiaku lace. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have like a little bit of a pointer tip, which I was excited about because yeah. the, uh, they also don't. They shouldn't have the bend. Yeah. The Chiaku regular ones, they have this slight bend um, where the needles connect, mm-hmm. and the Addy lace don't. And it's just personal preference on what you like, you know? Right. I tend to prefer the Addy lace, but um, for hats, I don't mind the Oh, bend. I got the Chiagu lace. Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. not sorry, not Addy. Chiagu. Yeah. <laughs> Confusing, because Chiagu also has a lace. Yeah, they do. Which I don't love. The tips are nice, uh, but I don't like... You mean the Addy lace? Oh, gosh. Yeah, the Addy lace. Yeah. I don't love... You like the Chiagu lace. Yeah, Chiagu's are my favorite. Yeah. Um, Addy's I don't love. That's I just personal preference. Yeah, I like Addies a lot. I just yeah. like the. I just got the Chiagu because I had already gotten like some Chiagus and I really like them. Yeah, they're really easy and to they're with, so reasonably priced. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like these were really not that bad. So mm-hmm. um, I'm excited because again, like these are projects. I used to buy things and like, oh, I'll figure out what to do with it later. But I'm not doing that again. So um, I'm really buying things that I have like a project in mind for, or that you know, like I'm gonna knit in the next like six months. So mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make a hat, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make this a hat. And I'm gonna. So I am using. I feel like my problem is I, I do tend to have a plan for things. Yeah. But then I, you forget. Well, I go home and then I put it away and then forget about it. Or I started printing the patterns and putting them with the yarn now. Yeah. But I think, too, sometimes I wait so long that by the time I want to knit with that yarn, I sometimes I'm not into the pattern anymore. And yeah, I have to that's figure happening. out something else to make with it, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, this is, you know, first, what was it? What is it? First world problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about you? What did you buy? I know you bought something. I mean, I did buy something. You were there with me. I was there and I watched her. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also bought a skein of Hedgehog. Beautiful. Uh, from the Hedgehog wall. And it is their Merino DK in a potluck color. Uh, it's called Seattle Grunge Vibes. And I do think they have this color in their regular lineup, but it's a potluck maybe because it didn't turn out exactly the way it's supposed to to be that colorway, you know what I mean? And it is really beautiful. I mean, I liked all the colors there, but this one was 
unusual for me at least. It's a mix of really um, beautiful sort of grayish blues with gray and speckles of rust and brown. It's just really nice. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking I'm going to make a hat out of this. It's beautiful. I really like just this Just for me. Yeah. Um, I think this is the last gain of this colorway and this weight. Yeah. And it's really beautiful. But that's, uh, that's all I bought. Yeah. I've been pretty good. good. Uh, <laughs> I know no um, promises for Stitches West, though, because that's in, like, three weeks. Right. And I do plan to buy stuff. I don't have a plan of what I'm going to buy yet. I can't decide if it's better for me if I go in with a plan, you know, like, I want this for this. Yeah. Or if I just, you know, let myself decide there. Um, I feel like either way is probably okay. Um, but... I don't know. I actually think I might just go in without any huge plans. I mean, there's certain booths I want to visit, but I think I'll probably spend less money if I don't have a bunch of, like, things I really want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is sometimes the opposite for some people. Like, yeah. it's better for them if they go in with specific plan. But I think for me, maybe it might just be better to see what really moves me yeah, <laughs> and figure it out there. And, yeah, I put a little money aside, and hopefully oh, it'll be fun. Good luck. I know. Exciting. Here we're going. I know, me too. One day. One day. Yeah, if anyone's going, let us know. Um, be happy to come say hi and, I don't know, touch your yarn. Would you let me touch your yarn? That sounds personal. I mean, it is personal. Yeah, it's pretty personal. But um, they're knitters, so maybe they'll let me. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right, do you have anything uh, cued? I didn't cue anything, no. I actually don't remember if I did either. Again, do I have my... I don't... <laughs> like, did I put it, put it in my notes? I can't remember now because I don't have my notes with me. All right. Um, let me just check really quick to see. I did do some online notes in our Google Drive, but I didn't print them out. Which I usually do, so I know what the heck. Okay, is going we're just on. a little bit of a hot mess this week. We are such a hot mess. Uh, I don't think I recute anything either, so there let's skip that. Oh, if we skip that, I think that's it for that knitting stuff. We're done with knitting. Oh, we're done with knitting stuff, guys. All right, if you don't want to hang out for the reading and the watching, feel free to turn us off now. But if you do, come hang out. Come hang out. All right. Oh, wait. I, I just want to say. Oh something. yeah. Um, Go for it. If you do enjoy our podcast. Oh, can you please Kimberly. leave. Kimberly, yeah. Can you please leave a review on iTunes? Yeah, if you are so inclined, if you like this podcast, uh, we would appreciate it if you guys would go on iTunes and leave a review. Um, Kimberly's a little bugged because I guess she was on iTunes recently and noticed um, we don't have very many reviews. We only have probably three or four, um, but two, I guess, recent reviews were were very low. What were they? I think there was like one star and two stars. Two star, yeah. But then but, there was no feedback. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, I don't want anyone to like say they like us if they don't. Yeah, that's okay. But there was no feedback. I don't like every podcast. Exactly. Okay. There was no, you know, like, hey, they ramble on too much or hey, they're annoying or anything. It was just low stars, which I mean, I'm not really bothered by, but Kimberly is annoyed by. I just feel like, just, yeah. Yeah, if you're going to give someone a low star, I feel like maybe give a reason. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, it's okay. We're not, I'm, like, not asking for five stars. I'm just yeah. asking for, like, you know, if you're giving me one star, just say, like, hey, like an, yeah, you an, never described the yarn you're using. Or, hey, I don't like knitting podcasts. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, sometimes you know? <laughs> I see those reviews, too, that are just on Amazon are just, like, oh, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I hate yarn, but then they bought yarn on it, you know, or something, yeah. you know, it just doesn't make any sense. We're like, yeah. why'd you buy it? Yeah. Anyway. But so. anyway, if you're so inclined, we would really appreciate it. Like, that just helps, you know, us appear on um, other people's feeds more if they're looking for something, you know, in the knitting podcast realm. And, I mean, I think it would just make Kimberly feel better at this point. Please. <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> I mean, like, I can say something. It's okay. I'm just like, why didn't they? Yeah, we don't usually ask, there? and I personally never go on iTunes to look at stuff like that. So it was kind of funny when Kimberly told me that she had. I was like, dude. Even and I told Iron Muffin, and Iron Muffin's like, what? And I was like, I know. It's like, it makes me sad. And he's like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Anyway, it's yeah. okay. So if you guys are, yeah, if you guys feel like it and have a minute, if you don't, um, okay. give us a review, or, and you know, give a review to. You know, even if it's not us, give it a review to another podcast that you yeah. like. Like, something you really enjoy. It's always helpful, and it's nice to get some feedback, you know. Yeah, exactly. Positive. We're just talking to ourselves. We are just talking <laughs> to ourselves. It's true. All right, so let's move on to uh, reading. reading and watching. Yeah. What are you reading? Oh, can we just talk about Book Club Book for a second? Sure. Oh. Okay, <laughs> so it was my month, and I picked Red Rising by Pierce Brown. Yes, which is a very popular, which is a very popular, well-rated series. Well-rated series. His fourth book in the Red Rising oh, saga. Yeah, okay. Iron Gold just came out. Okay. Um, people love this book. If you look on Goodreads, it's got like four and a half stars. Like one hundred and twenty-five thousand people have reviewed it. Yeah. I was like, definitely, we're definitely going to read this. Yeah, like, I mean, it had been on my list of things I wanted to read, so I was excited too. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't get it. I Wait, how much did you end up reading? Um, I'm going to finish it. Oh, you are going to finish it? I think it. I'm going to finish okay, it. Okay, I didn't think you were going to. I read, like, about 100 pages, mm-hmm. and, um, I switched, and then I switched to audiobook. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me. Because audiobooks, um, it's, like, $5 on Audible, so mm-hmm. I, w- I really wanted to try to get, get it through for the book club that we had yesterday. I did not finish it for book club in time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm just not, like, into it. Um, I probably, to be, yeah, I, I, I think I'll finish it. You should. You're, I feel like you're close now. Yeah, well, I only have, like, it, it's not a long book. It's, like, 350 pages. Um, there's a lot of really wonderful creative things about it. Yeah, it's a, I mean, so basically it's a sci-fi series, like, sci-fi novel about um, people who are living on Mars, and basically everyone in the world is set up into different casts based on the color they were, like, born into. Yeah. You know, so it's so a cast reds system. and gold and obsidians and yeah. pinks and, and so stuff. this guy Darrow is like the lowest of the low he's a red mm-hmm. and they work in the mines they work in the mines very dangerous jobs mm-hmm. and it's all to like make sure that Mars this the surface of Mars is inhabitable yeah they want to the premise is too is that they've sent people to other planets because and not because Earth is un um I think it's expanding yeah they're just expanding and um his cast, the Reds, are sort of tasked with terraforming Mars in order to make it habitable for the rest of the, the you know, the universe, all the humans, you know what I mean? Yeah. And even though they're toiling away and they have, like, no food and it's, you know, they're very, very poor, like, they've been told that, you know, like, they're important, but because they're doing this thing and it's hard, but, like, you know, it'll be great once this is 
you know, all done and all that stuff. Yeah, so, so I think yeah. it's just, like, very, very, like, well, like, thought-wise, thought like, the world was really interesting. Yeah. The characters were, like, eh. Um, yeah. But my problem was that, like, I'm, like, 100 pages through, like, over 100 pages now, and, like, I just don't care. Right. Like, there's no emotional investment for me in any of the characters, yeah. so I'm just kind of, and you're supposed to. I think you're, you're supposed, supposed to. You're to definitely supposed to. Yeah. Um, connected to Darrow. And, like, he has, and, of course, there's a girl that, you know, at the beginning, and, yeah. like, she's lovely and wonderful and perfect. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, uh, like, she's yeah. not interesting. No. Like, you know, I can't really find, so far there haven't been any female characters that have been really interesting. Um, yeah. And so I'm just kind of, like, let down. I know people really like this book, so I'm not trying to be a bummer. If you like it, I think that's great. Yeah. You know, I'm I all about people liking books. I can see why people like it. But I'm also kind of, like... Um, I'm hoping something happens in the rest, the last two thirds of the book that really kind of like bring it home for me because right now I'm kind of like, I'd rather just read like something else. Yeah. You know? I kind of, I mean, I feel the same way. I, you know, I said it during my art book club meeting, but. It was sad because I think most of the book club felt that way. Yeah. We were all kind of looking at it. I just felt, I just couldn't get behind any of these characters. I kind of cared, you know, I finished, you know, I wanted to finish because I wanted to know what happened. Yeah. But, I mean, you're right. I didn't care that much about. Darrow or sort of his mission and then all these other people he met along the way. I mean, some of them were more interesting than the others. Yeah. But I, yeah. Anyway, so <coughs> that's what I've been trying to read. And mm-hmm. then um, I finished, which I also recommended to Twee. It's this book coming out <gasps> Did February 6th. Did you finish? Oh, yeah. I didn't finish yet. It's coming out February 6th. It's called By the Book. It's yeah. by Julia Sonborn. It's S O N N E B O R N. Sonborn. Yeah, I don't know. And it say. is a modern retelling of Jane Austen's Persuasion. Which so, which we I all love, love Persuasion. Um, so, and this is about a woman named Anne who is a teacher who has written a book <clears throat> and trying to get it published so she can get tenure at her college, mm-hmm. which is a um, I want to say she's like Southern California kind of small-town college um, right. that she's... She's close to Los Angeles because she goes into L.A. quite a lot, but she's not in Los Angeles. And it seems like it's sort of more, like, out east, maybe by Riverside or something. I'm not really sure. Maybe, yeah. 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 Um, I actually thought it was, like, a little north. Oh, it could be. I thought it was a little north. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's she's, like, at this college, and she loves it, and, of course... She's in her 30s, right? Yeah, she's, like, yeah. 33, I think. Yeah, um, yeah she turns 33 because her friend Larry makes a comment. Okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, she's, like lovely and smart and intelligent and bookish and of course who is the new college president but her ex-fiance yes is handsome and charming and um you know kind of broke she broke she broke up each other's hearts yeah she broke up with him like if you've read persuasion you kind of know how this is gonna go but yeah yeah, she broke up with him and now she's seeing him again and brings up back all these old feelings of regret and, like, you oh, know. Oh, forlorn. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, a really, it's an adult fiction book. It's a really fast read, especially if you love Persuasion. These mm-hmm. things, it's, like, so great. I made Twee read it. I was just, like, you got to read this. Um, right. I'm, so I'm about 30% into it right now. Yeah, it's good. So it's I'm good. done because I stayed up late the other night reading. I just went through it. I just couldn't stop myself. Mm-hmm. And that also probably doesn't make Red Rising really oh I had to yeah no I had to force myself not to read by the book so I could finish Red Rising and I'm glad I did so I could you know talk about something at book club but I really wanted to read the other book yeah so 
Um, she obviously has mixed feelings, and he's the new president, and she has this really, really wonderful, um, best friend named Larry, yeah, Larry's who's hilarious, and there's a lot of Enjoy interesting, Larry. yeah, there's a lot of interesting secondary, second, um, kind of secondary plots, and, um, supporting characters, and they're all just, it's just so much fun. It's so much yeah, fun. And they talk I about, really like it, so. it's one of those books that mentions a lot of books too because she's like a literature professor yeah and she talks about Bronte and she talks about um obviously Austin and she talks about George Eliot and it's just it's just like a lot of fun especially if you're a big reader so yeah it was it's fun so far um I really want to finish it yeah so I've obviously I've been having some problems because (laughs) I'm supposed to I was supposed to be reading Red Rising which was this book that I was it was your pick it was my pick and then um I just really want to read this adult yeah fiction romance kind of book so anyway that's what I've been reading awesome um well I this was a few weeks ago I finished the ruby circle by Rochelle Mead yeah that is is the last book yes that's the last book it's the last book in her bloodline series which is a spin-off of the vampire academy series um I won't get into it too much just because it's you know, the last book in a series, um, and I've talked about the series before, um, but I realized I had never finished the last book. I'm trying to, you know, read a lot of my, you know, backlist books this year, and I realized I only have one book to go to finish this series, and so, yeah, I finished it, and it was good. It was good. It was pretty exciting, and I thought the ending was pretty good. Uh, there's some surprises, um, that I didn't expect. Uh, not bad or anything, but just not the way I expected certain things to go. Um, but yeah, it was it was good and I'm really glad that I am done with that series. That's awesome. Uh yeah. And I've also been reading by the book. Nice. Um, I'm about yeah, thirty percent in I said and really liking that. I tried to read some of it last night but was so tired yeah. <laughs> that I couldn't read very much. Um <clears throat> and that's kind of it for books that I want to talk about. Because, okay. yeah, I've been kind of... Because I read Red Rising, too, so we yeah. just talked about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what have you been watching? Oh, um, I've been watching season four of The Great British Bake Off. Oh, Which is nice. on Netflix. Season four for the U.S. that's on Netflix. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Think it's, I don't even know if it's season four for the... No, it's not. Era. It's definitely not. Um, yeah. But yeah, season four has come for the U.S. Um, on Netflix. It's, like, super addictive. It's been a lot of fun. We just finished it um, the other night. Oh, you finished? So, yeah, we're done, done. Okay. And um, it's just, I, I don't, I like watching it. It's, like, such yeah. a friendly, Yeah, everyone's so, everyone's yeah. Nice. And then they make, like, delicious baked goods. Beautiful things. Beautiful things. There's, like... Yeah. So, um, Iron Muffin and I have just basically been watching that. Okay. And we just started the new Blade Runner last night. Uh, Blade Runner 2048? Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I like it so far. It's interesting because... because Did you watch the original original. before? Yeah. Okay. Um, because it's... Because it was, you know, it's still Ridley Scott. It's like, there's a lot of these wonderful kind of elements that have, that have been carried over into this... New, new yeah. film. Mm-hmm. What I what I was telling um, Iron Muffy, I was like, it's kind of slow, and he was. It, I've heard it's slow. It's slow, and mm-hmm. he said like, yeah, I really like it that it's mm-hmm. slow, and I have to admit that I didn't think of it that way because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's slow, but he's right because first of all, the first film was kind of slow. Yes, um, and second <laughs> of all, you know, we're so used to like these Marvel films where there's action, 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 blowing up, saving the world, all this stuff, then when you get, like, a really thoughtful kind of yeah. um, well-laid story, and it is on the slower side, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's bad. Right. It's just, like, it's mm-hmm. slower. It's slower. So, 
I'm actually really enjoying it, okay. but we're only halfway through. It's two and a half hours. Yeah, I had, I missed so, it in the theater, so I want to see it. Yeah, you can borrow our copy. Okay. Um, yeah, because Iron Muffin apparently bought, yeah, he just bought the Blu-ray. Like, was I was like, really surprised. Oh, I told him, I was like, why do you want to buy it? And he's like, well, we would have, I would have paid for us to go see it in the theater. So okay. it's like, Still, still like, cheaper, cheaper yeah. than us seeing in the theater, yeah. Which is true because our theater prices here are high. yeah, really high. So um, I was like, oh okay. So we're sitting there. Once the blueberry goes to sleep, we okay. sit and we watched it. So okay, that's it. What about you? Um, I watched a bunch of stuff, so I'm trying yeah, to go through did. them pretty fast. I think you went to the theater. I went to the theater and I've been watching. Some, I mean, it's good. I've been want. I want to watch stuff. So, um, I watched Trolls on uh-huh. Netflix, which was really cute. I did have some trolls. Uh, in the 80s as a child, mm-hmm. and the animation is good. Uh, the story's pretty cute, too, um, and the music's fun. So that was good. Um, I also watched, oh, I finally watched Get Out. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm sure you guys know, but it's kind of like, it's a horror movie and um, by Jordan Peele, and I really like that. I, you know, had kept away from spoilers, which was good, um, and I really had actually wanted to see that one in the theaters, but by the time I could go, everyone else I knew had gone already, and then I just didn't feel like going by myself at that point. Um, and I'd had it on Netflix for about three months, uh, like a you know Netflix disc. I finally watched it the other day, and yeah, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, there were a lot of surprises. It was pretty creepy. Um, I wouldn't say it's like, you know, like horror horror where like it's super crazy, you know, scary or anything like that but it was definitely creepy and um yeah I really I did like it a lot you guys liked it I remember right yeah like you talked about it a while ago I just can't remember yeah. um yeah so I finally saw that which was great um I also went to see Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun um it's sort of a it's not a reboot I would just say it's almost like a sequel to the original Jumanji where you know if you've seen that movie um, the Jumanji game, which was a board game, um, is found again, and no one wants to play a board game, though, apparently, this kid, I think it's in the, like, 90s, maybe, he's, like, not into it, so it turns into a video game console, and this is on the trailer, so I'm not really giving anything away, and, um, years later, a group of kids in detention finds the console while they're cleaning, and they end up in the game, um, but playing avatars, which are, you know, like, played by Dwayne Johnson and Jack Black and a bunch oh, of other right, people. Oh, right, they're avatars. That's funny. Yeah, they're avatars. So it's funny because, was, so Jack Black is an avatar, but the the person who's playing him is, like, a, you know, 16-year-old girl who's, you know, really into selfies. So he's <laughs> acting like a 15-year-old girl throughout the whole thing. It's really funny. Um, and... Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I'd heard some pretty good reviews, uh, but I was a little bit skeptical, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it's a lot of fun. Cool. It's a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, very different from the original, uh, but good. Nice. <clears throat> I also watched I, Tanya last weekend. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. that's the Margot Robbie movie uh, set during the, I think, 94 Olympics, or and before that, because it's mostly about Tanya Harding's life uh, leading up to what they call the incident in the movie, which is uh, when Tanya's husband basically hires someone to... Hurt Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, hurt Nancy Kerrigan. And I remember this time I remember very that, vividly. Yeah. You know, I was, you know, in my teens or something like that. Um, I was 
like 12 or 13 and it was a big deal I remember you know that was a big scandal because at first they didn't know who did it and they realized that like Tanya's husband was involved and then it was like was she involved um and yeah so basically it goes through sort of her early life which doesn't seem fantastic um her mom is pretty crazy I mean you know this is fictionalized um and they actually play it pretty well, they, I definitely think they try to make Tanya a sympathetic character. They definitely keep it kind of vague on, like, did she did she know what, you know, was they were planning? Did she not? You know, it kind of, it can kind of go either way. And I thought Margot Robbie was really good. And the fashion was amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like 90s fashion and hair, which, uh, like, early 90s, so it wasn't good at all. And... I thought the ice skating scenes were really good. I don't know how much of the actual ice skating she did herself. Obviously, there had to have been some computer graphics. I don't think that Margot Robbie could do a triple axle. Um, but I thought they did it in such a way that it looked pretty good. It looked like she was skating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just thought it was really interesting because I remember that time so well. But, you know, maybe because I was kind of young, like, I don't remember this perception that people had, like, they played up a lot in the movie that people had this perception, and, you know, in the Olympics, and just in general, that, like, Tanya Harding was, I guess, sort of, like, white trash, you know, like, maybe wasn't good enough for something like the Olympics, or ice skating, because, you know, she was kind of from a poor family. Um, I don't remember that at all, but the friend I went with, um, she says she does remember that, like, you know, that people, that, would, that people would make fun of her and stuff, you know, especially yeah. after the incident, you know, about how she was so trashy and stuff like yeah. that. And I just don't remember that. And I, it, it does make me a little more sympathetic towards her. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I mean, what happened to Nancy Kerrigan was pretty terrible. Yeah. I mean, she was able to compete and, like, you know, she won a silver medal and all that. But can you imagine no. being an Olympic, you know athlete and then someone comes and freaking like bashes your knee in no it's awful that's awful i mean thank goodness nothing permanent was done um but i just think yeah up till that time like i don't think anyone had ever thought that anything like that would ever happen i'm sure now like yeah (laughs) security's probably pretty high uh because people are um, not great but i think during that time it was just such a shock that yeah. anyone would even attempt something like this. And then you find out that it might have been someone from, like, your, your team. But yeah. your team, though. Like, you know, like they're rivals, but at the same time, like, they're on, both on the U.S. team. So that was a little, that's a little crazy. Um, but, yeah, that's, that was good. The music is really good, too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Watching a lot of things. Yeah, that's a lot of things. <laughs> that's a lot. I want to go to the movies. There's so many things I want to see. I know, me too. Yeah. Um, and I just I was going to say, I, I bought the movie pass recently. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah, I have heard of that. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet. It's basically, uh, you know, you sign up online. It's $10 a month, and they send you this card. And it's, there's a bunch of participating, participating theaters. theaters. Not every theater participates, but a lot of them do. And you just got to check online to see if your local one does. And basically, you can use the card almost like a credit card. You you reserve your, like, you go online, reserve your seat, and within a half an hour, you have to pick it up, and then you just use the card almost like a credit card, mm-hmm. and you can only use it once per day, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the big thing, and, but yeah, my friend has it, and she said it's been great so far, um, it's $10 a month, I feel like if I see one movie a month that's not a matinee, I 
make pretty it much pay for itself because yeah. movies here are like fifteen or sixteen dollars. Yeah. So I'm gonna try that out for a month or two and see what happens. Yeah, it, you, know. you gotta wait for the card to come in the mail though. Yeah. Um, but it should be here within the next week or so. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe I'll be watching more. Well, I was looking at that, but the closest theater is is like that way. Yeah. It's not like my normal theater. Oh so yeah, yeah. I probably won't. Yeah, that's looking at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, only certain, yeah. There are definitely exclusions, and I think it's just like the theater if they decide to participate in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think at least, I think my local, a couple of my local ones do, for sure. That's awesome. And I think they take them at Lemley's, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is awesome, which is sort of more the art house theaters around here. Yeah. So yeah, that's what's going on with us. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Catch up. Catch up, guys. That's really awesome. Um, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, let us know what you've been working on for the beginning of the year. Do you, you know, did you make some goals and resolutions? Are they going okay so far? Mm-hmm. Let us know. We'd love to hear. Yeah, and we'll think of a list for our challenge. For yeah, we'll, and we might we might have some kind of a knit along challenge and check the other episode to see if you won the harvest hat along. Uh, otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna have to pick someone new, guys. Yeah. So um, check that out. Cool. All right. We'll Thank talk to you guys you. in a couple of weeks. Okay, bye. Bye. You can find all the show notes on the blog at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me Twee on Ravelry as Fishgirl182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find the podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. We also have a great Ravelry group that you should definitely join. Thanks for listening.